what's up everybody i'm ken edwin you know i'm out here doing my thing you know mr ptto itself poking that thing out you know where i'm at um all platforms ken with two ends edwin tv that's how i do and just letting you know i'm rocking with michelle c on candid kisses tv let's go it's the jill of all trades michelle c aka dj make a move she cute your host of Candy Kids TV, everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Throw that all the on that bitch, have you sound like Teddy Payne. Hi, this is Kim Cole, and you are rocking with Candy Kisses TV. It's your boy Cal, baby. Michelle and Candy Kisses TV. Little girl Michelle C. Don't take a personal. Yo, what's up? It's Bruh Man from the fifth floor. In the ATL, chilling with Candy Kisses TV. What's up, y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV. Where my whole girl Michelle? Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs> girl michelle c aka dj make a move the jill of all trades and i am back like i never left now first and foremost you know what we do each and every time around the same time you know i gotta threaten you right mm -hmm. <laughs> subscribe now i'm gonna tell you mama act like she don't raise you right and i'm so serious about this subscription thing because y'all be looking what you're looking at but y'all never subscribe hit the button i'm gonna tell my aquarius sisters to let you really know how i feel about it. i don't wanna fuck nobody up no 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 immediately <laughs> mm. but now that we got all the church announcements out of the way i can go ahead and introduce your next guest first and foremost you may have seen this man on your social media screens a city near you making you chuckle with the whole crew of stupid tour or producing and directing his own short stories give it up for comedian ken edwin <laughs> <laughs> Your model pose. I, that was my my prestigious, you know. That was my jacket. You was you you was hitting me with stuff, so I had to put my jacket on. Amen. That's right. You got to pop the collar every you know once in a while. Every once and again. So you know we get straight into it up on up in these candy kisses streets. Mm -hmm. First things first. When did you know that you wanted to get in the entertainment industry? Um, I don't know. I will. I mean, I, there's two stories, okay? Okay. Um, the the first time I knew that I was going to be something, I was in Sunday school, and I won a bubblegum popping uh, 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 contest. What Sunday school? 
Sunday school did you go to where that was even a thing? I mean, we, had, we was getting down in there that day. <laughs> so what did you have like a rhythm with you or something? <laughs> no, the, the, the thing was, it's like you know, it was it was like whoever can like blow the biggest bubble. You know what I mean? Okay. So. I was off that, you know, I, I, I had a, a the bubbleicious, you know what I mean? And I, and I blew the biggest bubble. And I just, that was the first thing I won. Like, oh, I was meant to do this. To blow bubbles, okay. No, no, no to, to just be, because like how I was doing it, like I had a certain flash and flare. You know, I turned my head to the side. The bubble was like as big as my head. And people was just like, oh, they was entertained by the, by the blowing of the bubble. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I was like, okay, okay, I, I'm supposed to do something. Okay. Okay. Um, and then um, I got a, a starring role in The Nutcracker in elementary school, huh? Okay. And uh, I was the moon. You hear mm. me? I was the moon. So I ain't had no words. Okay. I was supposed to just drop down, you know, drop that moon down. Had a big stick, and I had to drop that moon down when it was time. Right. right? Man, I dropped that moon down for like. A good minute and 30 seconds. You hear me? <laughs> and they were sitting there like, drop it. And I was just like, no, nigga. I got to do my shit. You know what I'm saying? Get to the man. You know? Got to finesse yeah. that thing. That's what I knew. That's what I knew. I was like, okay, when I dropped that moon, and everybody was like, what are you doing? But like my parent, like my mom, she was dying laughing. She was like, I don't give him no space to do nothing. Because he gonna take advantage of whatever he do, you know what I mean? And I just dropped that moon. I dropped. I had a stick. Drop that moon like this. I know they was in the audience. Like, is it too heavy? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, other than that, other than that, I've just always been me. I've always been funny. I've always been kind of a uh, entertainer. I used to mimic the preachers and everything, and do all the things, just anything to make people laugh and jump up and just be fun. Now, when was your first time on stage? Like, I mean, well, I didn't want to say the first. Your, apparently, your first time was dropping that moon. Dropping when, that moon. <laughs> but what was your first time on stage? Like, as far as the comedy stage, like, what were what were the feels? What were the vibes? What, what did you think? It was terrible. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was. Um. I went to a place called Marty's out here in uh, Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And it was just nothing but comedians. Now, if you if you know anything about about comedy, especially comedy in LA, mm -hmm. you know, you, you think like you think you're gonna go and you're just gonna get up, make people laugh. And right. I didn't know nothing like you know, making comedians is hard to laugh. Like making comedians laugh is really hard. Facts. And sometimes it's like they're not laughing because it's not it's it's not funny. They're laughing, they're not laughing because they're thinking. You know, mm -hmm. comedians just look at you different, and you know, like me, like, like I laugh when people bomb. It's hilarious to me. Like it's 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 fucking funny to me. Like even even me, like if I'm if I'm up there and I'm doing bad, I'll just start laughing. I'm like, nigga, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like this is wild. Like y'all need to say get it, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'll just go off and do some other shit. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to um that first time I got up. Well, the first thing I did is I wrote like five jokes. Okay. Five jokes. One of the jokes I still tell. I haven't told it in a long time, but I still tell it. But um, uh, I, I wrote I wrote this joke, and I wrote the joke. And as you know, if if you ever wrote a joke before, it's mm -hmm. like 
you pretty much supposed to just kind of write bullet points and then you like break things down like that. It's like right. you break down the joke and then you start putting in the, the, the good seasonings when you get on stage. Right. Me, I wrote paragraphs. Welcome, in, welcome. In the, there too, sir. <laughs> in the paragraphs though, in the paragraphs, I put in parentheses. I was like, ooh, crowd pauses for laughter. <laughs> Listen, you ain't gonna do me today. You're not finna stand do place today. Cause I think I ain't gonna lie, I did that too. <laughs> they gonna stand up and be clapping right here. So I'm like, okay, in my head, I'm like, okay, once I hit this part, they gonna be up, they're gonna be clapping. So I gotta like drink some water or something. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, make sure you drink that water because they're gonna be dying laughing. Cause they're gonna be ready for the next one, right? <laughs> Nigga, I got up there and I've said the first two lines, and I didn't say them confidently at all. And I was just like, I said the lines and I looked. And I looked back at my book. I was like, it say laugh, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, like this is stupid. So I tried to do another line and went to the next laugh. And I was like, oh, these niggas like, okay. All right. So I started flipping through all my stuff. And within like two and a half minutes, I was like, hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I don't know how to do this. Right? <laughs> so uh, at Marty's, you can go up twice. It was a, it, it was just a, a, a workout room where you can go up twice at the time. Okay. And um, I just went and I looked at somebody that was making somebody people laugh, and I was like, "Hey, man, how you make people laugh?" Mm. And he was like, "Oh, you just got to commit to your jokes." And I was like, mm. "Commit? What okay. that mean?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, commit. I got that. I got that. Now what that mean? What what's commit? Okay. And then I just like, all right, commit. So I just thought to myself, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna not care about these niggas because some of the stuff that I was hearing, I was like, this shit isn't even funny. They just laughing. Yeah. And yep. you know, later on you start knowing, oh, that's their homie. So they kind of just laughing to get a homie some laughs. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. This is oh, I see what's going on. So I was like, fuck these niggas. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna go ahead, tell these jokes. I'm just gonna just go hard and just go. So I got up my second time and I just went. Like I remembered my first 10 lines uh -huh. and I just went. Said them as fast and as hard as possible with this like, I had this like, I don't know. It was like I was, it was like I was extra confident about it too. Mm -hmm. And they were dying laughing. Like yeah. dying. And I was like, nigga, like that shit felt like Def Jam. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to look. I got a um. Well, I don't know. You might know him, Alton Walker. That's one of my um, um good um friends. He's a, a comedian, been in the game for years too. He started a class called the Comedy Gym, and uh -huh. we be in there every Monday, you know, working it out, grinding out stuff. Because I'm like, look, bro, we got to get this thing to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just like you're saying, like you know, when I started comedy, I would literally write down stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put this here, and then they should, this should, they should get this part. Yeah, <laughs> But then I'd be like, they'd be like, stop overthinking. As soon as I stop overthinking, I was like, oh, this is what it is. Oh, you know, you know, okay, cool. Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can't be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs. You know what it really is the the thing is it's like what 
we have is there's so many different levels of funny mm-hmm. and this is just with within a comedian being funny yeah like, um one of those levels is like what goes on in our head like like you said, your friends sometimes you say some wild shit and they be like, dang, I need to, I need to do this. I need to just be out. Like, so that's just like getting to that point to where you could just say some wild shit on stage. Yeah. 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 That's easy because that's like, that's the stuff that goes on your head. Right. And then as soon as you take out the fact of of going, um, okay, what what's the crowd gonna feel about this? How are they gonna respond to this? Like what's yeah. gonna happen? You look past all that and you'd be like, all right, cool. I can just say whatever the fuck I want to say. And if, it's, if, if I fuck up, then it's like, all right, well, fucked up. Sorry. Yeah, you fucked up unless you let them know you fucked up. It's like, right. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't know. That's And that's what you start learning, too. You start learning that. Like, the crowds really don't know what be going on up there sometimes. Yeah. They don't know if you fumble. Even if you do fumble, they don't know if you fumble. They just yeah. be like, they just watching you sometimes like, wow, this guy's here. The, right. And you know? that's, that's the, the weird part, too, sometimes, though. Because you know how, like, that. Like when I first started, I was I knew for a fact that I was talking at the crowd instead of talking to them. Yeah, so now I'm trying to get into the groove of talking to them like a regular conversation because it makes yeah. it, you know more comfortable. But yeah. sometimes people just be staring at you like they be like, right. damn, like I mean I know I'm talking, but you ain't got to stare at me like that. Like calm down. Yeah, and they and they be enjoying themselves, and you be sitting there like, yeah. damn, are you? At first, when you at yeah. first when you you already nervous getting up there, and then when they staring at you like that, you be like, nigga. Listen like, to what I'm wrong? saying instead of staring at me like I'm an ice cream. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. That's one level. The other level is just getting to that point to like be yourself, like your yeah. authentic self. And that's the hardest part in comedy. The hardest part in comedy is getting to be your authentic self because sometimes you may you may have a joke and it's funny. Like you just tell people like, "Oh, I got this premise for this joke." Uh, I'm talking about a kid that's being ugly and I talk about how you got to raise an ugly ass kid, how they got to pay for drinks and all this other crazy stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, people be like, oh, that's just funny. That's stupid. OK. Right. But then you telling that joke, like how you tell, like how you are, you may have inflections of saying certain words like, right. you know, like, or you might say something and, and throw your neck out like that. And that mm-hmm. makes people laugh. So right. people don't be thinking about that. Like, that's you. However you are, like whenever you're doing, like at home, like just doing anything and doing all this crazy shit, that's mm-hmm. the shit that makes people laugh. And we don't be thinking that. We just be thinking like, oh, I got to make this joke as funny as it can be. Exactly. Exactly. When exactly. it's like, no, nah, you got to put your whole body into that shit. Yep. You know? That's why I like, man. Like, shit I, I become is this when I be chilling. <laughs> right. Right. And like just in regular conversation, like I like I still haven't found I've I'm getting there, but I still haven't found where where that spot is on stage where I can just be out there just messing with people. And I do it all the time. And I even do it on stage. There's times right. where I just start doing it. I start I'm like, oh shit, I forgot that I was supposed to be telling jokes. You know? Right. That's the thing. And I, I, my my biggest thing when it came to uh, comes to that is you know how you have where you going throughout the thing? Yeah. If I get to talking about somebody over here, yeah. I, I forgot what the fuck I was when he came up here for. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, damn, you gotta sit there and think like, damn, where was that? Like, what, what was we saying? But, yeah, but sometimes always- even that, even that's funny. Like, I've done that, like, even on tour, I did that a couple times where something just started happening and I just started going and people were laughing. So I just kept going. And then I was like, so what, what was we saying in class? And they just started laughing again. They're like, this dude is crazy. And I'm really sitting there thinking, like, no, nigga, like, what was I really saying? 
Exactly. I mean, I think I'm, I know I can get to that point, but it's just finding the comfortable, the sweet right. spot. Because like right. once you kind of comfortable in, you know, in the thing, you you just go and you don't yeah. care no more. <laughs> and it just, it just, it, that's that's just the 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 best place to be. The great that's the great thing about comedy too is you'll find that at certain times, and then mm -hmm. other times you'll be like, oh shit, like it's not there. Yeah. Like why why am I not comfortable? And that's because we care too much. If you mm -hmm. care too much about comedy, you're gonna be sitting there like all the time, like damn, like yeah. I didn't do good this time, or I didn't, you know what I'm saying? It's like even when we were in Atlanta, like I uh, I did a show the night. Not the night I did a show the night after the show at the uh, Uptown. Mm -hmm. And Uptown's a cool club. Like I don't I don't like the way it's set up, but it's a cool club. Right. And I was like, I was like, man, like there's so many people here that are having a good time. Then there was all these other things, there's all these other factors that was going on. They didn't have there was some stuff they didn't have going on with the TV, so we couldn't show the sketches. They right. and then it was like all these little things, and it was just like, damn, like we making these people wait at the same time. So yeah. they out here. So when we get up there, it's gonna be like we're gonna have to fight to make these niggas laugh. Niggas <laughs> tired. They be like, "Come on, it's like, right. here, like nigga, we've been sitting here for an hour and a half. Like, what's going on?" Right. It's like shit, because we was back there a couple. We was back there like, damn. All right, well, we got to switch the show up. Let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. And he's like, "Oh, we can get it. We can get it." It was just all this going back and forth and doing all this stuff, and it was like, shit. All right, we finally got it. All right, now let's go out there. And now it's like, go out there, and now we have to. Mm -hmm. Make a, a crowd laugh. That's like, nigga, I've been waiting for you this whole goddamn. Let me tell you the blessing behind that, though. The blessing is you have a fan base, and if you got a strong fan base, they gonna wait. Yeah, they, they, gonna, wait. they don't care. Yeah. They gonna be like, we we with you whenever you get out here. Yeah, but still, they still, you know, they still, yeah. are, they still black people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> niggas gonna need. <laughs> they gonna be like, all right, I'm here, nigga. That <laughs> joke was funny. No, Next. No. Right, where the rest like, of you? Yeah. For a minute. We, we don't put yourself on fire because we because we've been waiting here for an hour and thirty minutes. You ain't lying. Yep, that's us. That's our people. Yeah, but that's what you gotta love that about us too, though. At the same time, because it keeps us on point. Yes, facts. Well, we gonna get into your production. So, when did you realize you wanted to get into production as far as like creating storylines and filming? Them? Did you go to school um, for it or? I didn't. Uh, but I I I will say. That I got a degree, um, uh, in in from film from Cal Berkeley. Okay. Yeah, really prestigious. No, that's dope though. That yeah. you you didn't just freestyle it. You you got the education behind it. Yeah, I got the education. Um, well, I got the education because of job. Got gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> that's okay. That's how hey, you do it. He Each got one. a degree. He got a degree. I got a degree. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like this, that's how it used to be back in the day. But look, as long as one kid go to college, now you go and then teach. We all went to college. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I tried to go and put my name on this degree once, and he was like, "What you doing?" I'm like, "I'm about to put my name on your degree." Because <laughs> you pretty much taught me everything you learned, so it's just like I'm exactly. like, <laughs> "This is a dual credit, sir." Like this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I uh, I went to school for creative writing, actually. Okay. And um, for a while, I was like bouncing around doing all this crazy stuff, um, trying to go for business, trying to do go for um, philosophy, all this like wild shit, just because I just was like, all right, if I'm going to be a scholar, I need to do these things. Right. And then after a while, I was just like, man, I'm, just, I'm a creative writer. Like, I write. I want to create. So, mm -hmm. like, 
however that goes, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be creative writing. So, and which was the best decision I can make because now I can go, I can take art classes or uh, any class I'm taking, I'm just trying to find some inspiration for writing. Yeah. You know? So I was like the, the, the school I ended up getting a degree from, they had like dope courses, like um, they had film noir courses where you, we just went through film noirs and studied films and everything that was going on in the films. And it gets deep because you'd be sitting there like, what? Nigga, what? Nigga, who? How? Like, like, like this, watch. Like, uh, uh, just real quick. Did you know what the movie Roger Rabbit, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is really about? No. It's about gentrification. See? You know what I'm saying? So the tunes, oh, right. tunes, they were trying to get rid of Toontown so they can build a freeway that mm -hmm. goes, that connects from downtown LA to Pasadena. That literally happened. Literally wow. happened out here in Pasadena. Where I'm from, I'm from Pasadena. Okay. All these things happened. So uh, they were getting rid of people, taking them, getting them, uh, making them move more east and mm -hmm. all these other places so they can build, so they can build, uh, uh, what's the name? So they can build freeways and stuff so they can make more money and everything. And all the cars and, you know, the, the whole theme is like the, the, the judge ended up being a cartoon. Mm. They called the, the cartoons, they called them tunes. Right. You got T, you put a C there, what you got? You got a coon. Come on now. Come on, somebody. You better preach on this good Sunday. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you got your own fan, you ain't. <laughs> but no, like, so you, so you like watch movies and you start seeing stuff like that. And you're just like, oh shit, like that's deep, you know? Yeah. So. Um, that's kind of how I kind of got into like doing narratives. I've been trying to figure out how to do that for a very long time though. Like I started writing movies, I don't know, like around 2008, 2009. Okay. And I met this uh, script doctor who pretty much taught me how to write. She, so what I did when, <laughs> when I did, when I was like, oh damn, I want to write movies. Mm -hmm. I was like, Hmm, how do I write a movie? I didn't look up nothing. I was like, you know, I did. I did, I looked up two things. I watched, I watched two or three of my favorite Quentin Tarantino movies, and then I read a script. And I was like, oh, okay, I can write a movie now. And I just sat in my mom's front yard and wrote the movie. It took me two weeks. I wrote two movies in two weeks. Wow. Movies were trash. Okay. They were they were funny, but they were trash. So like so I and I found out because it was around Halloween. I went. I met this script doctor from Sony, and she was like, oh, send your movies over. I'm thinking like, oh, okay, I'm about to, I'm about to, Yo, right. about to go there. You know what I mean? She works for Sony, all this other crazy stuff. She read my stuff and gave it back to me. Everything marked up. Don't do this. Never do this. Right. But like in the middle of all the trash that she was like, never do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. I saw like big, like ha. She was like laughing. She was like the whole time. She was like, I read your script. It was terrible. But the, the it's actually funny she was like in people can't write people in hollywood can't write like that guess what candid kisses tv has merch that's right you can find it at artistperiod.com we have everything you need we have hoodies we have coffee mugs we even have throw pillows and beach towels for the summer <laughs> get it right keep it tight Listen, everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. 
Make sure you get it today. It's a skill to be able to write something to be funny. She's like, so you have a future in it. You just gotta learn. You just gotta know what you're doing. And yeah, she, taught me, she taught me for a whole year. That's dope. That's yep. super. Yeah, had oh. sex and everything. Was getting it. You know what I'm saying? She That's was okay. making me. Uh, she was uh, making me loaded mashed potatoes. Well, uh, That's going on Sunday. Okay. Artichoke chickens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. So did you did you wife her? Huh? Did you wife her? No. Oh, okay. Well, you know, we're still, close. We're still close friends, though. I bet. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. <laughs> you made some amazing strides in the industry. So you have your own app. Mm -hmm. So how did that come come about? What made you decide I'm gonna put all my stuff on the app and just go for it? Yeah. Um. Pretty much. Uh. uh I decided to do an app because I kind of wanted to. Uh. I wanted to bet on my fans. One. Okay. Uh. And I wanted to, I wanted to like not go through the middleman anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I can put everything out. I can put stuff up out on YouTube and Facebook, but there's so many restrictions. Like people don't even know. Like there's times where I put videos up and they were like, no. Mm -hmm. Copyright like, claim or ban this. Like ban this. You can't do this. You can't do that. And I was like, so having my app was going to be more free. So mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I got my app. And it's going to be more free. But then it's like all these things started happening. You know, people don't know, but, you know, personal things were going on in my life. Okay. Uh, and like this the last like two years has been crazy for me, really. Like, so the simple fact that I'm even still creating and doing all this stuff is like a blessing in itself. But the the point is, um, I went for it. I was like, bam, got this app, going to put it out. And pretty much I got another year to like really push it the way I really want to push it. Okay. The app is really for like movies that I want to do. TV that I want to do, like stuff that I can't do on YouTube and yeah. even just longer form stuff to where you can just go and you can just check it out. And that way you either love it or you, or you hate it. You know what I'm saying? How, how difficult is it to even get into the app game? Is it like a, a long process or as long as you know how to get, you know, format it correctly, you just put it up there and then you do it. Well, I went through a service. So I went through a service and they had pretty much everything that I wanted in the service. The problem with doing that is you have to deal with them and their prices. You know what I'm saying? For me, I'm thinking like if if I would have, I could have took the same amount of money that I've put into this app and pretty much had somebody build everything myself. Okay, yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. Because I got a, uh, I have a web designer, and mm -hmm. anytime I come up with something, he'll be like, like, "Hey, can you do this?" He'd be like, "Yeah, give me ten minutes and I'll figure it out." And yeah. then he'll just build the shit. <laughs> but the problem, the 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 thing with with the apps though, is like to actually have something on to be a developer and mm -hmm. put it on like Apple or get that it where right. you can put it on a on a phone. Right. You know, that's the that's where the, all the techie stuff like gets crazy. You should talk to him about that too. Because if he could do that, that's somebody that you need to oh so, no he definitely you know. can't he just expensive yeah. as hell. Yeah. So I'd be like, yeah, let me wait till I got all my ducks in a row before I try yeah. to you know <laughs> yeah. but that even that it's like because for them, like it's like, all right, once you guys do this, what am I paying for? What am I continuing to pay all this money for? Correct. It's like I, I, 
you guys already did that. So why, like, exactly. you're not building anything anymore. So why is it still so much, you know? And then, then it was certain things like dealing with like Apple, like uh, for me, like if you have a smart TV mm-hmm. and you have the Apple emblem on there, the Apple, uh, the Apple TV app mm-hmm. on there, I feel like you should be able to see my app on there, but you can't. Yeah. You can only see my app if you have an Apple TV, a physical Apple TV. Which I'm like, I'm like, well, people don't have Apple TVs because they have a, a smart TV. Smart TV, you don't have to have that. Yeah, you don't have to have it. So what's the me? What's the point of me having this? Correct. So like that, that was a big thing with with me too, and I was just like, man, that's annoying. And you have to get that. They make you get that. Now, so there's like a lot of little things where I'm just like, this is whack, but. It is what it is. But the learning experience is the positive because now you know how to move the next time. Right. Exactly. So, yes. You know, Tubi been been killing the game now too because I know Tubi, you can't just put stuff on there. It got to be like through a distribution or whatever. But as yeah. long as you got that, look, hell, you can take the app to Tubi and still make the money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I got to start having some, some conversation with Tubi because they even, man, I watched a crazy movie on Tubi. I did, man. Tubi be if you can either go from high quality to to some real low budget shit, but that low budget shit be so fucking funny. (laughs) I saw a gangster movie where the nigga was shooting, and instead of it having a real gun, it's a pew pew. I was like, what the fuck is this, nigga? I was watching a movie called Black Annie. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Just watch it. Okay. (laughs) Just watch it. It's crazy. It's supposed to be a horror movie, and you just sitting there like, what? How? When? It's crazy. It's crazy. And yeah, then it's like that yeah. they they go from they have three kids like kind of bullying this little girl, and then it goes to these dudes that look like the three kids, and they're just in this diner talking about all the stuff that's been happening, right? So you think, you know, that this is them. One of the niggas is blind. He, I feel like it was just a, a character choice that he just decided to do that day, <laughs> right? And he's talking like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He want to channel his inner ray. He's <laughs> like, what, what's, what, 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 what? Let me read the character description of this character right here. Right? right. So you think that that's, those are the three boys that was bullying your little girl. Okay. It ain't. Oh, God. It was just three random niggas that looked like the kids. <laughs> and then you go deeper in the movie, the, the people that used to play the kids, the, there's the one little black kid he grows up. This nigga becomes Puerto Rican. What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna watch that today. There's another movie I watched just because my homeboy. You, know, I don't know if you are familiar with Phil Wade. He's a comedian singer out of Texas. Yeah. yeah. So there's a movie. Homeboy. Huh? That's your homeboy. Yeah, we cool. I mean, like we ain't best friends, but we cool. <laughs> that, no, that dude used to be. I used to crack up watching his videos back in the day. Oh, he's ridiculous. I watched the movie. It's, it's the movie is called Complex, and I watched it just on the strength that he go, he was on it. Mm-hmm. And ninety percent of the movie was damn near. Now he didn't do the porn, but it was like it started off with niggas just fucking for no reason, and then there's always this random bitch in the back that's in in every sex. And I'm like, why this bitch keep watching this? She ain't joining in. If you gonna, and then I found out that's supposed to be the subconscious of the nigga. That's the that's the nymphomania. It it's the movie is so fucking weird. The name of the movie is Complex. And I was like, that makes so much sense because it's so randomly weird that like I had to watch it twice to kind of understand like, well, why did this happen? If you watch it, you're gonna be like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> it was perplexing. You sitting there like, "Huh?" Yeah, it was. A, 
because the whole you know how you watch stuff and you be halfway asleep, and every time I woke up, it might be every time I woke up, it'd be a fucking scene. I'm like, why are they fucking now? What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, is this so a like, lot? It it was different to say the least. It was very was it good. Was it good fucking or was it bad movie fucking? I don't know. Like I always fast forward to the fucking because I like I'll either re- rewind before the fucking happened because I want to know why they fucking and yeah, then yeah. get into the fucking. I'm like I don't care about that. Fast forward. Now what's gonna happen next? So it was it it was they was showing shit, but it was you know I wasn't interested in. It. I was trying to figure out where the movie was going. <laughs> sometimes you know you you get a girl. Sometimes these they would just be some bad fucking in movies. Oh yeah. Like Absolutely. damn. Like why are you like? This don't even look like you having fun. Oh no, they was they they was. Racy, they was like, if you if you into just watching fucking all day, then yeah, yeah. you you pay attention to that. But no. I was I was so trying to figure out well, what's gonna happen and what's still gonna do. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. See, I would I would want to do I would want to do a movie where uh, it'd be called Cheaters, right? Mm-hmm. And niggas be getting caught fucking, but each person would go through something different when they get caught, like. Somebody's gonna walk in, like people just walking in on their on their spouses. First like, of all, I need to be in that movie because when I do my com, I got I got a whole set about cheating and how I feel about it. I need to be in that movie, sir. How do you feel about cheating? I can't stand a motherfucking cheater. Really? They need to die a slow death. Why? Cause, like, first of all, it's not even the cheat for us. It's <laughs> embarrassment mm-hmm. and it's the lack of options. Cause look, if you if you tell a woman straight up, because that's what y'all be scared of. Y'all be scared that we gonna be like, oh no, you can't do that too. If you tell me, hey Michelle, look, we cool. I think you're beautiful. I think we have a good time together. But I don't want to commit to just you. Yeah. Back, nigga. That means I can move just like you. I can fuck him, 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 and him. But y'all don't want that conversation because you guys don't. You don't want to do that. Who says? Who told you that we didn't want to do that? See, you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> this is the problem. This is the problem right here. You can't want to do something because somebody want to do something. You got to want to do something because you want to do something. You hear me? That's what I'm saying. It's the lack of options. If you didn't, t- if you didn't give me that option, I don't know. I might want to try it. I didn't right. get the option to try because you sure. you put me over here like I'm. You the only one. Okay, well if I'm the only one, I'm gonna be loyal and I'm gonna be the only one. And yeah. then five minutes later, I found that you slinging that goddamn community deep, bitch. I wasn't the only one then. Well, you are because you're the only one of your kind. Oh, shut your ass. See, I need to be in this goddamn movie immediately so I can tell y'all how y'all kiss all my motherfucking ass. That's what I need to do. (laughs) Kiss my ass. If you tell me yes, do anything you want, cool. I'm going to fuck you on Friday. I'm going to fuck your homeboy on Tuesday. Uh We're going to pay this bitch. See? See? That's what y'all do, too. That's what y'all do, too. You know, you you get spiteful with your fucking, okay? Absolutely. Why else would we do it? You ain't supposed to be fucking on the homies. Yes. Yes. Because right. that's what y'all do. When y'all, see, we don't care about who you cheat with. What we, we do care. We care if they ugly or we care if we know them. Because if they ugly, it's like, nigga, come on. You, if you, so if, if they fine, you'd be like, okay. I get it. I get it. I, I'm, I'm hurt, but I get it. Because if, okay, if Michael B. Jordan pulled up and said, hey, Michelle, I'm going to give you something. Nigga. Yes, okay. I'm taking it immediately. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I should. everybody should have a hall pass. If, in my relationship, you get a hall pass if the motherfucker fine. If they ain't fine, then no, nah, you, 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 come on now. But, but, you know, people be fine, though. Like, librarians be fine. I saw a homeless woman uh, over here. Oh, over she past. a homeless woman and then try to come back and say, yeah, but, I mean, she needed. But she was fine, though. She looked good. You need to find another nigga. That's what she need to find. 
Shit, I wish I would know. You can't she need to be hosed down. You hose her down. And then you're gonna bring bum bumps home. No. That's why that's what you hose her down for. No, I ain't doing it. They y'all, what y'all say? You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. You can't turn a hoe into a husband either, nigga. Like y'all be out here wilding. No, and y'all that's, act not like, that's not true. Yes, if, it is. If you a husband, you have been a hoe. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Oh my god. That is horrible. So y'all start off hoeing all your life. You just all your life you've been hoeing. Niggas don't stop hoeing. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. When y'all gonna stop? Well, this is the problem. This is the the problem. Really, isn't the fact that we are cheating. The problem is what you're saying. The problem is that you're not coming out and you're just not being honest and upfront. The reason why is because of that's the way society kind of creates it. They don't tell us that we can go out and and have multiple women. They's like, oh no, you got to pick one woman. So that what's natural to us may be okay. I want that woman and that woman. Right. If that's natural. Then we we but the society doesn't teach us that. Like well, every since we've been teach polygamy now. What say it again? Society is starting to uh, teach polygamy now. Well, not really. That there's still people still frown upon it, but it's, it's it's like my thing is this: do whatever works for you. Right. Like if if my mom was to lay down all the options, like these are the options: you can have one woman, you can have two women, you can have a whole community. Of people right here where all y'all just be fucking, right? If she would have laid that out to me, I'd be like, damn, like that's wild. Like I would it would in your mind, you would be like, okay, like I have options, just like you're just saying. Exactly. Men didn't get those options. Y'all, yeah, because y'all stole them. No, 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 no. Stole those options. No, 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 no. See, 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 see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. See, we we are really having the same problem here. Okay. You guys aren't getting your options, but we never got ours. Mm. you see what i'm saying so we don't know how to love how we're supposed to we don't know how to be honest like we're supposed to we have that's something we have to learn you grow up you grow up as a man and you're just like damn i got i gotta be honest yeah and there i will respect a man so much well i can't even say man i respect anybody for honesty period if you can be upfront with me i'm cool with that now it might hurt my feelings but at least you told me up front and then now i know how to how to move with you that's, That's my biggest thing. Give me, give me honesty. If you're gonna say I don't like your feet because they're too big, well, fine. Fuck it, bitch. I don't like your head. Like, but tell me that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't worried about nobody's feet. So. <laughs> I've seen some ugly feet. Okay. Yes. On some beautiful women. Yeah. And I've fucked some beautiful women with some ugly feet. You hear me? <laughs> okay, so you wouldn't like boomerang. You wouldn't care about the feet. Okay, I feel you. That's right. You ain't fucking. I just want to look at them. Okay, but the, she gotta have. Would, whole time. I will look at them. I'll be like, ooh, that, that middle toe. <laughs> and then on one like real nasty night, I might kiss it. You know what I'm saying? Why? Just because. Oh my God. When I, when I be like, when I be like loving on people, I'll be like, I want to love everything about them. You know what I'm saying? If something's ugly on them, like, ooh, let me kiss it. Come here. Even they little ba- the black, like. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Give me that, let me have a little corn. <laughs> a little that little bunion. I'll kiss your bunion, baby. What singer do? Hey, what singer do? Hey, yo. What singer do? What singer do? Hey, cuz. What singer do, cuz? Singer do is a music game that all can play. All you have to do is sing the melody of the song on the card do, using only do, the word do. Do. Say, same genre. Do. What? Do. Do, 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 do. Do 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 do
do, 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 do. You got your family and they need you there. But I tried to resist being last on your list. But no other girl's gonna do. Order your copy today at singadoo.com. I'll shave that bitch down too. You hear me? Well, whoever you in a relationship with, I'm sure they would appreciate that. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Relationships are relationships. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, we move it on. Now, the, whole, the whole crew is stupid tourist players. How did you link up with Big John Barry and all them? Well, uh, me and John knew each other through comedy. Um, I met Barry through Ja. Um, uh, we kind of, me, me and, we kind of like built our platforms together, me and Ja. Okay. So, like, um pretty much what was happening was uh we would see each other out on the comedy scene say what's up we would chop it up i would dip i was i'm like a i'm not a loner but i'll just be doing my own thing you know what I'm and he would always be with craig craig smith that me and craig yeah all, all kinds of crazy so me and craig are from the same place we're both from pasadena okay. so that's how i know craig is being from pasadena but in comedy, like someone, oh, you know Craig? Like, oh no, I don't know him. Then we finally met, and it was like, oh, this this is Craig. Mm -hmm. I was like, just Pasadena love type shit, you know. Right, right, right. So he was always with Ja. And I would always see them like, hey, what's up? Chop it up for me. And then I would dip. After that, um, I started doing my own like production. Really, I started, I I had this show, it was one of my best shows ever, right? I put it on myself, produced it, did all these things, had all these people come sold out show type situation um comedians didn't come so i had to perform extra okay. but nobody knew everybody was like Nigga, this is the greatest show ever the type what? situation loved it <coughs> anyway. uh so i had this show um after this show i'm thinking like all right i'm about to like take this to a bigger level i'm gonna do more stuff get more promoters just, just start doing all these things mm -hmm. and i got i got in a car accident the next day damn so no, it was a motorcycle accident. Actually, I was on a motorcycle, got hit off my motorcycle, and now that had me out for like months. Yeah. So I couldn't walk, and I decided like while I was sitting there, kind of like getting depressed and shit, I was like, "Damn, you know what?" I was like, "I need more. I need to be able to put my put my my writing out there." Mm -hmm. I have been trying to do videos, try to do things like for a long time, but I just wasn't linking up with the right people. Right. And. I did this video. I had this. I have this uh, character called Noseman, and uh, Noseman is just. I, I was thinking, like, look, I need to make something so goddamn silly and stupid, okay, <laughs> that niggas just gonna look at this and go, "Who thinks of shit like this?" Right? Okay. And that, that was my motivation for Noseman, right? So mm -hmm. Noseman is literally just a nose that that sits on my head, and it's a literal nose. And I walk around. He talks like, "Yeah." <laughs> 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 but he's still like the dopest dude you know what i'm saying right. so everybody's like he's always stunting on people like he tells people that he taught michael jackson how to dance and all this other crazy stuff oh my god or he uh he chills with drake all the time you know what i mean <laughs> like right. all this stuff but he's always stunting but he doesn't he's just keeping it real because that's what he right. does either way um that's what came about that accident like i was like all right after i'm able to walk and run and do all this other crazy stuff i'm gonna get to doing those men I mm -hmm. went, I live cast, I got all this stuff done, 
and I produced Dome's Man. Didn't know what I was doing. I was just, I just did everything. Right. And uh, in the meantime, I'm going to, I'm going to the the gym all the time, seeing Ja there. Ja be working out, working out, working out. Go fist bump him. Yo, what up? Just get to my workout. Right. Every day I would see him. And then we one day we started chopping it up. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, da, da, da. My, my page, I just I just put something up. He had just put Tiberius up. That was his first video. That's when I started start following him. Cause that oh, shit was I'm, I'm from Carson. So it, I hit yeah. home. So. Yeah. So he was like, man, so that shit, that shit went viral. Mm-hmm. And he was like, damn, I need to start working. That's what he was saying. So one day I, was, I went in there. I was looking for, I was looking for my wife at the time. And uh, when we went, he's like, he was like, hey, man, what you working on? But I was just there to look for her. And he walked in, he was like, hey, what's up, man? He was like, man, we always stopping and, and saying, what's up, man? What you working on? Just out of, out of the blue. Right. I was like, oh, man, I showed him. Boom. Showed him those, man. He was like, nigga, who does this? <laughs> he, was like, who think, he was like, who thinks like this? He was like, right. and I was like, yeah. And I started telling him all the production issues I was having. He was like, man, forget all that. He was like, I can teach you how to use your camera. He was mm-hmm. like, well, we need to work, bro. He was yeah. like, like, when can you when can you work? And I was like, man, I can work any day. Right. Like, I'm down. It's like, man, if you need somebody to hold the camera, I'll hold the camera. And he was like, yeah, man, I'll teach you how to how to use your camera and you can help me shoot videos. That's and I was like, cool. He was like, come, I was like, come to the house on Wednesday. And then every like we set up like a schedule to where it was like every Wednesday and and uh Tuesday or, or Friday. And it's like, I just like let's not do anything on the weekends. Right. And he was like, cool. And that's what we did. And that's how we built everything up. That is dope. Man, yeah. when I get back to LA to visit, I need to be in some of them skits. I'm like my ass off over here. I just don't, but I don't have a crew. Like that's the whole point. Like the thing people don't realize comedy is you know, quote unquote a solo sport. But if you got your team, you can really make some moves. See, but that's the thing, is it's like it's just you just have to have like-minded individuals. And yes. it's it, it was only two of us. It was me and Ja. That's it. Yeah. And yep. then other people started coming connected to Ja. So then right. it was like, okay, now I have more people. It's like now we can kind of network because we're always doing, we're all doing the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so it is one like-minded individual. That like-minded individual is going to connect you with other like-minded individuals, and then those people. And then next thing you know, you have a big network of people that's just like, oh, we all doing the same thing. Let's do the same thing together. That part, exactly. So it's just that it's you know finding that person is just like damn. Like sometimes it's just chance. Sometimes it's just like you just have to do something. Like, even if it's by yourself and you doing stuff and nobody else is doing anything, I, I know plenty of people that will set up their lights by themselves. Mm-hmm. They'll have two cameras and everything, set up their tripods by themselves, and be like, just sit right there, cool, just keep reading the script. Da-da-da-da. And they just put everything there. Then they sit there and they'll be like, all right, let's go. Like, women and men do this, like everybody, like just hustlers. You know what I'm saying? So, and you never know. You never know what's going to hit. Making a couple of dollars. I know how to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So you just got to put you got to put your people together and just have that will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, when you got into the social media lane, like as far as YouTube and Facebook, did you have any guidance on how to um, engage your content? Because like I've been doing this for a minute, but you had okay. So you so you had Ja and y'all worked with each other. But as far as knowing what to do, as far as figuring out this algorithm and all that nonsense that you got to go through now. So the thing that, the thing that I did have was I had a lot of videos from Instagram. So I, mm. at first I was just putting all my videos on Instagram. Okay. Um, I barely even put them on Facebook. I was just like, all right, 
just putting on Instagram, putting on Instagram. And uh, I started putting, I had a couple on Facebook, but I had most of my stuff on, on uh, Instagram. And then um, I got married and I went and I looked at my page and I was like, looked at my YouTube page randomly. And I was like, how do I have all these people following me? Like, mm-hmm. so I hit job. I was like, yo, I was like, Hey man, um, did you do something? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, no, nah. he was like, there's probably people looking you up thinking like you got a page cause you do work cause you work with me. And um, I was like, Oh, okay. So I had like probably like 500 subscribers, but mm-hmm. before that I had 36. Right. So I was like, nigga, I ain't fucking with this shit. You know what I'm saying? But all YouTube would need it. All YouTube needs is consistency. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. Consistency. That's it. If you do something consistently, it'll start picking up and it'll start going. Like, Let me hurry up and pick up. I've been doing this since 2018. Pick it up. Pick it up. Well, I mean, just even with like, even if you just do, um, you just have this or you have uh, um, clips that are like the funniest clips. You like, you just named out like you banged out like four or five segments. Yeah. Those segments should be clips that you put out again. See, this is the, this is the stuff I need to know. Because it's like, I, I don't, first of all, I don't, lie. I don't like to edit, but I know how to edit. But yeah. like, I, don't, I don't be thinking to just chop up what I already have. Yeah, chop up what you have. You have to watch the whole thing and be like, watch it. It's called, it's called, <laughs> it's called repurposing content. You can okay. go to like TikTok. Like just go to, go to anybody's TikTok and look at their YouTube and look at their TikTok. It's the same videos. Okay. Sometimes you can just split up like a, a minute of a video and slap it somewhere else. That's repurposing your content, reels, all that. Well, I do that with my Instagram. Like I'll take some clips from you know my episodes yeah. and then I'll do that. But I just never thought to when, when you say repurposing. I'm but you've made it make more sense because a lot of my interviews are like an hour long. Yeah, now, that many people that's gonna sit there an hour. So if I can chop it up into different things, I just never thought to do that. I mean, you are the, the funny thing is you are you did think of doing that because it's it's that's how your your show is uh, lined up. Like your literal thing is like, all right, we're gonna talk about this, we're gonna talk about this, we're gonna jump into this game, and we're gonna jump into this game. Them games should yeah. definitely be out there, especially if it's funny. No, it is, but that's what I use okay. for like our like the intro to hey, this is what's coming. Yeah, no, nah. just but I, but now that you said like I have them, but I just yeah. didn't to do it like that. But yeah. shoot, you gonna put me on game now? So look, hey, you, could, you could put out, you could chop up like five minutes of that, throw it out there just to see how people react to it. Yeah, you chop up ten minutes, fifteen minutes, because your your stuff is already an hour long. So the more the longer it is, the better. So it's like all right, fifteen minutes. Here goes fifteen minutes of us just singing, saying stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Quick, shit. <laughs> we are moving on. If you wrote a TV series today, mm-hmm. what would, what would it be about, and what role would you give me? What role would I give you? Um, I would give. I would. Okay, <laughs> okay, because I have a lot of stuff up Uh-oh. here. Okay. Oh, I'm scared. So <laughs> I would do a. I would do a, a cop. A cop like dramedy type show right and um it'll be me and this female cop that don't want to be cops together right okay. you wouldn't be the cop but what you would be you would be you would be a close friend of mine that was a pimp <laughs> okay yeah but you'll be out there like in the streets like pimping like yeah Wait, these are my but a word. check this out <laughs> listen because the pimp had <laughs> 
You ain't said nothing but word. I can pull up. Mm-hmm. Little rap no. on the streets. We ain't doing that. That would be that would be that would be a character. But I, I we would always say like endearing shit to each other. Like it'll be like uh I'll be like, hey man, like you know, I'll be trying to get information from you. You probably like break some stuff down to me like in a pimp way. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, you check on your mom. Right. Like, yeah, I checked on her. Like, she good. Jack, you coming to the you coming to the uh the, the dinner on Sunday, right? And I'm like, I'll be there. It's like so it's like we family. You got to have vision. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have that, you gotta have layers. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's stuff like that. It, it, that'll be a cold ass role for you too. Hey, listen, I'm ready. Come on now, write it up. I got some flyer minds, I can pull up. I wouldn't have you slap nobody, I would have you flinch no, out of here. You you will be a uh, you will be a flinch pimp. What's a... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so I'm just gonna do this to everybody. <laughs> bitch, watch. You know what I mean? Bitch, I. You be like that. Bitch, I. You know what I mean? Bitch, I. You want to? They gonna call me why I oughta. Ah, pimp man. That's the interview with my pimp voice. That's <laughs> But you gotta think. You gotta think about how powerful of a pimp that is. Where uh, my flinch is getting you to do things. Yes, Lord. We ain't gotta see you do nothing. <laughs> we got to do that. I ain't playing. I'm so. <laughs> I got an array of pimp hats that I can get ready. Okay. <laughs> that one with you in that one, with that hat, you would have to wear a pink suit though. A full oh, yeah. Come pink on, suit now. with a black shirt under. That's tied up all the way up to here. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, you gotta put it all the way to the top. All the way up to the top. You know what I'm saying? And you would have a pimp cup with your pinkies out, and you would have black rings on your pinkies, big ones. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you'd just be turning, like you probably listening to some keep sweat or something. You know what <laughs> Make it last forever, bitch, nigga. Come on. <laughs> like, what you doing out here? Collecting this money? <laughs> <laughs> Nick, we need to do that in real life. I'm so serious. Hey, that's stuff that goes on in my head. Oh, yeah, and your head is foolish, sir. Your hair is very yeah. foolish. <laughs> it is. That's why I'm looking like this today. Whew. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> that's what you decided to do? It's like all my, these are all my thoughts just coming out. Dirty Q-tip, that's what we're doing today? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, what is Something valuable you've learned throughout the quarantine time, and how were you able to pivot during the um in the, during the shutdown? Um, something I learned valuable. Um, people's interactions are should be valued higher than what they are. Yeah. Random people. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like it like that was a time where we really had to sit back and like not be around people. Mm-hmm. And I'm a I'm a I'm a people person like. Honestly, I do comedy to bring people together. I don't do it just to, because I feel like I'm funny. Right. I do it because I feel like people need it, and I feel like it bridges the gap to where people can come together, laugh, you know, eat, chill, and just love. You know what I'm saying? So that's my whole purpose. My whole purpose is to bring people together. So to be in a in a world that people weren't coming together for, it was just like, ooh, this shit is crazy. You know, so I, I feel like people should really enjoy and love connecting with people, even if it's to somebody that they don't know, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the best part about, that's what I learned 
being in a quarantine. What was the second part of that question? How were you able to pivot in the industry while everybody was on the lockdown? Um, I just worked with people that I knew. Okay. Like I, everybody that I was working with, um, I would hit him up. Yo, what's up? You was that a call? <laughs> All right, nigga. Hey, <laughs> yo, like, you sick, <laughs> Where was you at? Where was you at yesterday? You know, mm-hmm. like, it's just trusting people because there was even people that like kind of came around and you know, somebody had COVID or somebody, somebody's sister had COVID. Oh, my sister had COVID. But like them calling me was like they were scared. They were scared to call me and be like, yo, like my sister had COVID. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was like, oh shit, like it's all good. I ain't got it, but you know, I'm right. straight. Yeah, but, that is terrifying. Uh, like, you know, because I mean, it was you saw how many people it harmed and killed, and, mm-hmm. and it's just like, yeah, I don't want to tell them because then now they're gonna hate me because I wasn't like, but it ain't something, it's not your fault, it ain't something that you can control. I thought I thought I had COVID like seven times. And it was and it was really um me watching too much TV, me mm-hmm. being on Facebook, looking at all the people talk about it. It, right. it had my anxiety up like super crazy. So I was like, nigga, like turn Man, the phone. Anytime I sniffed, I was like, oh shit, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't do none of that. Like I just stayed at home. My mom had just passed away. My mom mm-hmm. passed away in uh the beginning of of 2020 so um yeah it was crazy so she passed away on the fifth her birthday is on the 26th so on her birthday kobe passed away so it was like it was like nigga like what is going on that was around only reason i remember that because that was around my birthday i'm born in january because that was Uh around january wasn't it it was january 26th when he died Get six days after my birthday, I was like, I don't, only reason. It, I mean, it's a big deal when anybody yeah. passes. I just remember it more because it was my birthday month. Yeah, and that's and my my birthday month is the next month. Aquarius is all day. That's why I was. You know, okay, Aquarius. come on now. Aquarian all day. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, y'all. We had to. Oh, no, I'm I'm the first day of Aquarius. I am the queen. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, so so just just. I was spending all of 2020 kind of trying to uh, grieving and um, I kind of stayed away from stuff like YouTube and Facebook was kind of doing some crazy stuff to me. It took away on monetization twice. Yeah. I wasn't getting paid for a while. Wanted me a minute ago. I finally got back. I got yeah. I said that because that's the easy money. You'd be like, nigga, you don't take my easy money away like that. <laughs> and they just do it for like for whatever reason. You'd be sitting there like, so what did what what did I do? Exactly. Like what happened? And it was just like it is what it is. So, but that's why, like, when people watch my videos too, they there's like so many things that I'm working against. Like, I was like, all right, they said no cussing in my videos, so I don't curse that much in my videos, or I'll just bleep out and put BET edits in them because that's how I get it. I love BET edits. You know what I'm saying? They're funny as hell to me. You so motherfucker. No, I should be like, uh, if somebody says, uh, somebody calls somebody a hoe. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like garden tool. <laughs> or somebody call somebody a bitch. Like I'll tell them, like, oh, say bitch like really hard right here. Mm-hmm. Like make it long. So don't say bitch so fast. Make it long. Cause like when people say bitch in my videos, it'll be like female dog. <laughs> that's how I get down. Either yeah, way, that's, yep. that's how I, I kind of got through the uh, pandemic, just working and navigating through the industry by working with people that I knew, dealing with people that I knew, and just keeping it, keeping it, uh, it wasn't, I didn't have like really big productions either. Yeah. 
So I know during the pandemic, everybody was really into the versus battle. So who is your favorite rapper and singer and why? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, favorite rapper is Andre 3000. Okay. And it's because he's Andre 3000. Okay. Uh, if you talk about like real bars, like Andre has the greatest bars like ever. Like he can... He can put he can like put a metaphor. He can like the way he like flips metaphors and kind of uh I don't know, just kind of tells you a story of the hood at the same time. It's like nobody does that. Nobody does it. Like and, and then let him start talking about love. And then yeah. you be like, shit, like I shouldn't be out here fucking all these bitches. <laughs> you know what I'm type. I mean come on. <laughs> that's how strong Andre is. Um, favorite singers, favorite singer. That, I mean, that one's a little harder. I, I can, I can go artists maybe. Um, I would say like Prince or Michael Jackson. Okay. Yeah, like Prince is Prince is my dude. Okay. Like, and I like I, I'm like a I'm like a funk guy too. So like I listen like to Parliament, Funkadelic, all that crazy mm -hmm. shit. Like I listen to the Meters. I listen to all kinds of music. Synthesizer. I think that was with uh. P Funk on them when they synthesized yep. on that, that was my shit right there. Yeah, if you really, if you really watch and look at all of Outcast albums, that's all mm -hmm. stuff. That's all, those are odes to the Parliament. If you look at the, yeah. if you go back and look at the Parliament albums, it's all the same stuff. The one thing I like because I love um, um, Outcast, but mm -hmm. I was so hoping that um, Andre Three Thousand was the Aquarius. He's the Gemini. I yeah. was hoping he was the Aquarius. Yeah. I was like, Damn. But it makes sense because we connect like if you really like watch Big Boy and how he moves. Oh yeah, we Aquarius like, oh, are best friends. Yeah, yeah. My, my best friend is, uh, is a Gemini, so it makes sense. Right. It makes it makes too much sense. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then the Gemini's they be they be weirder than us, so yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense. Like we cool, huh? We cool and we be here, you right. know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, Gemini's just be on some other shit sometimes. So you should be like, oh okay, go ahead, be on your other shit, nigga. See, because like my best friend Gemini, he's calmed down a lot. But he was, you know, Gemini, in my opinion, when you first meet him, they're very intense. They're very like, mm -hmm. look, look at me. I'm doing this. And you'd be yeah, like, yeah. oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they eventually be like, oh, okay, I can calm down now. I can calm down. <laughs> they be like, my bad. I know. <laughs> but that's the good thing about Aquarius is we just let people be who they are. It's like, that's who right. you are. You can be who you are. I think it's be wild sometimes. He, he'll calm down. Leave him in that corner. Interpret <laughs> and all. He gonna be all right when he get back. Yeah, he gonna be all right. But he put on shoulder pads. That makes sense. Just let him do it. Yeah, he did. And some sheep pants. I said, what the fuck is this nigga got on? He's out there getting it. Ah. Well, Erica Badu be boy. She be changing the game, don't you? Every nigga she done hit, she done switched them up. Well, I I think, I think I think he was already changing before he he met her. Yeah. Well, that's what they were saying in the documentary anyway, the organized noise documentary. Makes sense, makes sense. I think I think that's just him. I think he's just one of them dudes that's just different. Like, shoot, even watching now, like he just he just be playing the flute in places. Right. He'd be at the gas station playing the flute. You'd be like, yeah. why, sir? I don't <laughs> cause he can. I guess that's why. It's not it's not only that, like the man plays the flute because he's exercising his lungs the whole time. So this nigga's lungs is strong as hell. Let some COVID get up in there, he's just gonna get blown right out. That makes sense. Man. Things to make you say, hmm. <laughs>
But before we get out of this music lane, if you could pick a versus battle that has not happened yet, who would you want to see in the versus battle? Um, <laughs> let's see. I don't know. It would probably be like uh, I want I would want somebody to like that she would think was gonna win. Okay. We'll be like, oh, this and this ain't gonna kill. And then they can just get smashed. <laughs> <laughs> ah, like this may be not be a pop, popular opinion, but I think Drake will lose a lot of battles. Yeah. But Drake yeah. got bangers. That's the, that's what I'm saying. I'm not yes. Drake has bangers, but he will lose a lot of battles because like like it's really about the culture and and his time. Like the way they digest music, music is like, uh, I just want to get it real fast and then get it out. You right. know, what I mean? whereas like you get somebody like um, Jay Z or even Lil Wayne, because Lil Wayne came up at a time where music is is valued a little more at that time. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. like we listened to Lollipop for like four years. Yes. <laughs> four years we was listening to that song. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like like I grew up in a time where where uh like they would play um children's story mm -hmm. every every Halloween. Yeah. Like we heard children's story for like 15 years. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Ricky, tell yep. me that we would hear that song all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. And they don't do that with music these days. Yeah. And it's like, dang, like, like so I I mean I still do. Like I'll go back and I'll listen to music like that, but that's because that's how I was raised on music. Right. And everybody, they'd be like, oh, this is good just for the moment throw it out it's old now and it's like no like y'all need to cherish y'all music more so yeah. i think that's why i would think he would lose to a lot of people because a lot of people have songs like that that just last for so long you know are you have you ever been touched by like when you hear one of the songs that we used to jam to as a kid and you and you hear it on the old oldie station where you'd be like wait a minute now how, how the hell oh, oldie so, <laughs> like out here we have a uh have a, a channel. It's uh, called 94.7 The Way. Anyway, it's a, it's just like smooth jazz. Right. Type, right. So back in the day, they would play like Sade. They yeah. would play like Gregory Abbott. Like just all these old songs. Girl, I've been watching <laughs> you. And you know. You're like, oh, she in there playing that song? She must. Right. <laughs> Mm -mm. I was thinking about like what I you know when we well I don't know if, I ain't gonna say we grew up on it but I'm mm -hmm. just thinking like if you listen to the the I guess quote unquote old school hip hop for our generation like uh -huh. people is listening to Watch Me You uh, they listening to uh, Travis Porter it's just like dang that's that's old school now <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's still young that's young music that's what I'm saying I'm like dang it's old school because it is old as hell yeah Lean with it rock with it is young music. And yep. like, but it's old. So now it's like, nigga, you be in there like, hold up, like, like yeah, old yeah. niggas is doing this. And it's like, ah. <laughs> like and you know what messed me up yesterday? You know the song, uh, the whisper song, right? Uh-huh. When I heard, I was like, oh, they going back to the jam. And then it was Bryson Tiller. I was like, nigga, get this out of here. I want to hear what you see my dick. I don't want to hear Bryson Tiller. See? <laughs> I was like, um, they have they have a, a artist named Blast out here who's fire. Mm -hmm. And uh, his songs are like super dope and they, they groovy. So yeah. we were listening to I was listening my like my nieces are listening to it. And um, you know that song, uh, I don't wanna get about me. Is it get either way, either way, it's it's faded pictures. Oh, I'm 
have a faded picture, yeah. Right. So when I hear it, it's like doom looking like ooh, like and it's him. And I'm like, this ain't faded picture. Right, like what happened? Y'all know how they feel when we listen in the juicy fruit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Juicy fruit. It is it is biggie. They like, wait a minute, this is this is M to me, huh? Right, like, 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 like mess up the hits like that. But then you know why they do it? Because it was if it was a hit before, it's gonna be a hit again. So yeah, sometimes, sometimes they just mess up songs though. Because it's like, yeah, you, you need to touch that one, brother. You know who messed um messed up a song to me, in my opinion, is um Mario Winans when he did that. I don't want to know over the dang on Fuji track. I was like, nigga, you could have nah, bro. You could have left that alone completely because they was killing the game though, so they could do no wrong at that time. Man, it was so but it's like nigga, your vocals ain't even dope enough to cover that track. Come on, son. His name. <laughs> it was his name. It had to be. Because the song wasn't about shit. It, it was come on. I mean, you wasn't even, you wasn't even the coldest whining. At all. Okay. We didn't even know you existed until you made the song. It's like, man, put BB on this track. Let me hear BB on this. Yeah, BB would have said it. Because he would have been hollering. He'd be like, I don't want to know. Yeah, he would have went there. He would have been a banger, nigga. He would have went there. He would have went there. Hey, Amen. Well, moving on. Before Name you go, before, before, you, before huh? you go, yes. that's what I want to see. I want to see Drake and Lil Wayne. Because I think that'll be, that verses would turn into like just a quick little turn up. Like, well, it, like, like a little simple, like they tried to do it on tour one time, but it wasn't no real verses. Yeah. I mean, or like Drake and like Kanye or something. Mm. People hate Kanye right now, but it still would be interesting to watch. If they play his songs, then he's going to be like, damn. Yep. It's like, you can't you can't deny it. I like, think I would rather see Kanye and, and Drake versus that'd be hard. And Lil Wayne. Because I'd rather see Lil Wayne with like a T.I. Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Ti would be Ti actually Ti got some fire too. Man, but, if you go back to his uh, to Ti, I'd be like, oh, I remember that shit. Like, I would, I would, I would want, I want, to, I would want to see Ti with like just somebody more trappy than Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne has like he's more of like a barry type, funny type rapper, and Ti yeah. is more like gangster. You know what I'm saying? To a degree, because Ti do have like if you listen to some of his lyrics, you like. Oh, that nigga's stupid for that. Like he does have right. lines that be like, damn. Yeah, but like his first his first three albums are they're trap albums. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh like it wasn't until he got to like Urban Legend where he started having more fun. Really. Yes. And yeah. Urban Legend was a like I'm, I'm, a, I got yeah. pretty much all his albums, but Urban Legend was my yeah. favorite one. That's 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 a that's a banger. That's that's a banger for real. So we yeah. are Why you mad at me is my jam. Why you mad at me hating ass niggas? Why you mad at me hating ass niggas? Right? Oh, Ooh, that's my shit right there. <laughs> Come on, T.I. He even got a love song that I like. Well, I, I call it a love song. I can't think of the name of it now, but it, it, it's an old oh, song. Oh, um, she a freak though. No, not that one. That ain't no damn love song. That's a love song right there. That's a love song. Listen, I whoever listening, go listen to Freak though. I if Freak Though like, is a love song, then um, <laughs> that, that dick song he got is a love song. Too. Oh, no. Hey, man. Well, moving on. Before Name you go, before, before, you, before huh? you go, yes. that's what I want to see. I want to see Drake and Lil Wayne. Because I think that'll be, that verses would turn into like just a quick little turn up. 
Like well, it's like, like a little simple, like they tried to do it on tour one time, but it wasn't no real versus. Yeah. I mean, or like Drake and like Kanye or something. Mm. People hate Kanye right now, but it still would be interesting to watch. If they play his songs, then he's gonna be like, damn. Yep. It's like you can't you can't deny it. I think like, I would rather see Kanye and, and Drake versus be hard. and Lil Wayne. Cause I'd rather see Lil Wayne with like a TI. Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think T.I. would be T actually T.I. got some fire too. Man, but, if you go back to his to T.I., I'd be like, oh, I remember that shit. Like, I would want, I would I would want I want to I would want to see T.I. with like just somebody more trappy than Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne has like he's more of like a barry type funny type rapper, and T.I. Yeah. is more like gangster. You know what I'm saying? To a degree, because T.I. do have like if you listen to some of his lyrics, you're like Oh, that nigga's stupid for that. Like he does have right. lines that be like, damn. Yeah, but like his first his first three albums are they're trap albums. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh like it wasn't until he got to like Urban Legend where he started having more fun. Really. Yes. And yeah. Urban Legend was a like I mean I, I got pretty much all his albums, but Urban Legend was my yeah. favorite one. That's 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 a that's a banger. That's that's a banger for real. So we yeah. are why are you mad at me is my jam. Why you mad at me hating ass niggas? Why you mad at me hating ass yeah. niggas? Right? Oh, Ooh, that's my shit right there. <laughs> Come on, T.I. He even got a love song that I like. Well, I, I call it a love song. I can't think of the name of it now, but it, it, it's an old oh, song. Oh, um, she a freak, though. No, not that one. That ain't no damn love song. That's a love song right there. That's a love song. Listen, I, whoever listening, go listen to Freak, though. I if Freak Though like, is a love song, then um, that, that dick song he got is a love song. Too. No, no. The like, Freak you talking about, it doesn't matter. Pussy number one is a love song. If, if you're going to say one? Pussy Pupper number one. No. No, listen. Because let me tell you about Freak Though. Freak Though is one of them songs where it's like, um, he's basically saying that she just got this pass. She's mm-hmm. a sweet girl. She fine. She got everything I like. but And, and she nasty. But She's she been out here fucking these niggas, but he's that's what he's saying. He's like, but she a freak though. She got the angel eyes. I got a song. Hey, nigga, that shit. Ba- oh, are you serious? That's a love song right there. Hundred percent. Come on, Ti. Fuck with the Hey, now you gotta make me forget it because it's it's an old school track that he. St- well, I ain't gonna say stole, but he sampled, and mm-hmm. it's a um dang. It's gonna come back to me, but it's it's a nice little groove because it's already mm-hmm. you know a song that we know as far as the beat, but the the flow of it is really dope. Dang, I can't think of it now. But once okay. I get it, I'll tell you because it's it's a dope song. Yeah. But um, name your favorite female comedians. Favorite female comedians. Let me tell you why. That's how this, I, it came to me, and whatever that damn song is, that's what he be jamming on. <laughs> It wasn't it wasn't the song, it was the clap before everything because the clap really set everything off. The clap set off the, the jump. It, he said, Let me tell you. Uh, you get into the groove. Hey, you gotta love, boy, that shit be jammed. I just love black shit. You know what I'm saying? That was super black <laughs> what you just did. I love it. Oh yes. Thank, thank you for that. Um <laughs> I don't even remember what I was gonna say after that. Oh, okay. Female, who's your favorite female comedian? <laughs> um, 
Favorite female comedian. Um, dang, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of funny girls out there now, but I don't know. I'm just gonna shout out some of the some of the older ones that I like kind of grew up watching, which is like Cheryl Underwood, um, some more. Um, uh, who else? Them two. Let me tell you something. That's the name of the song. I just had to say it before. The <laughs> more, you know what? Some more needs to like. She really needs to be put out there as like the the one female com- comedian that nobody can fuck with. Like, uh, oh, facts. Like she, more, she, got it, she got it all. She got the look. She got the joke. She she goodness, doing. Goodness, I didn't even know that her and uh Nia Long was a uh, sister. Sisters, yep. Mm-hmm. I was uh, uh, yesterday years old you know, <laughs> yeah. when I figured that out. And I was just like, nigga, this is crazy. But it, I mean, it makes sense because she fine. But they probably, she, well, in today both regard, they probably wanted it like that so they can make their own moves in the industry without them saying, well, you only made it because of this or you only made it because of that. They they all rightfully made it they, they own lane. They ain't big enough for that. Okay, well. <laughs> they, they should be. Like, she should really have been like, I mean, she does. She goes around a tour. She headlines everywhere. She kills. But that's that's somebody that needs more. Like she she should have had a show. She should have had like Hollywood should have been banging down her door. Like for real, movie. Well, she can't have a show. Hell, you got a writer right here. Go hit her up. You right, but shit, Hollywood got to fuck with me too. But I, I'm one of those people that I, I really don't be caring like that. I don't be caring that like I don't need Hollywood to do anything. Honestly, like I feel like you know, we just build our own. We have our. I'm more of a like a, a boosy type of type of guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can give me some kind of. I'd, I'd rather do it in, independently, get my own money, build mm-hmm. my own fan base. If I can find a hundred thousand real ass niggas that fuck me, right that we're gonna start a whole um like campaign behind it. We're looking for a hundred thousand real ass niggas. Um, I need yeah. for you all to apply, and I, I'm dead ass serious. It'd be a whole campaign because I need a hundred thousand real ass followers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you think about that. You think about if a hundred a hundred thousand real ass niggas gave you a dollar a month. Man, that part. That's and that's another reason why, like, on my app, like, that's one thing I didn't like is like my pricing. Like, I'm I'm gonna make the make it lower, but the pricing is still like I don't need to get rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to. You want people to see it. I want people to see it. I want, and I want like you know, somebody doesn't have that money. So you know what you could think of getting into too. This is just my opinion of when I'm because I was I'm telling my web designer some stuff I want to do. You know how they have websites like okay, prime example, Bill Bellamy has a website, and uh-huh. you can watch his podcast or on his website by the subscription. Maybe yeah. drive all the traffic to your website and have something specifically for people that are signed in. Like you know, still make a payment or whatever, but. Yeah. It's- and you only load it to your website, so it's on your own server, and you ain't got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can do that too, but that's the the yes, yes. You might need to hook me up with your guy too, so I can oh, see. Yeah, I definitely hit I'll hit you up with his number. He he, he look everybody get a little bit of jack of all trades because he's a dope web designer, but now this nigga acting and shit too. But oh, I, yeah. I definitely hit um hit hit him up and let him know let you know what's going on for sure. For sure. What are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer entrepreneur? Uh, believe in yourself. Um, 
to a fault. <laughs> um, don't don't think that every idea has to be perfect. Mm. Perfection is not the key. Be flawed. Uh, do it to the best of your ability. So if you have an idea and you want to shoot it and you think that it'd be perfect if you have this person or it'd be perfect if you had this camera, it'd be perfect if you had this lighting, you know, like you have you. So it's going to be perfect with what you do with it. So go out there and do it because that project is going to get you to the next project and you'll have all those things. And you, can like all, and you can always go back and redo some shit. Yeah. So don't worry about perfection. Mm. Throw it out that throw perfection out the window. We're not perfect people. We are perfectly flawed. Look at that. Your movie, your idea, your show is going to be perfectly flawed. Somebody's going to look at it and be like, nigga, like, I love the way that uh the 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 shadow came across your face and you sitting there like that shouldn't have happened. Right. In a real movie, that's it, it, no, he was like, no, but it did something. It made me feel like, yeah, nigga, this nigga's really in the streets like me. It's like, okay, thank you. But so you just gonna talk directly to my soul right now. <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna preach on this good Sunday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel what you're dropping. Yeah, we, we've been doing that all day. So amen. <laughs> All right. Take that. Before we get out of that lane, name one entrepreneur you admire and why. Mm, damn, my entrepreneur that I admire. I don't like entrepreneurs. I'll just play. <laughs> okay. So you don't like yourself. Okay. Yeah, like I understand. <laughs> no, uh, I can say I can say Kevin Hart. I can say y'all. I'm gonna say uh Saya. Saya. Um, he's a he's a designer. Hmm, he designs okay. clothes. He designs everything himself. He has his own shoes, um, watches, glasses. He does everything himself. What I what I really love most about what what he does is he has a fan base, people that buy his stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, he keeps he keeps them in check. Mm. So it's like he has this whole thing called like trust the process. So if you buy like a shoe from him, um, sometimes that shoe, it, it, it doesn't go into production until later. So okay. you can buy the shoe and not have the shoe until like four or five months, mm. right? So if you send like any kind of emails to him or mm -hmm. like, hey, where are my shoes at? He'll, he'll refund your money and like put those, like sell those shoes to somebody else. I ain't mad. I was like, I told you what it was going to be when you gave me the money. Right. Hey, like, look, Cause that's how people get. They be like, "Hey, why well, I got this app, and you only put such and such out?" It's like, nigga, I almost died last week. Mm. You should have just said that. I know, I don't. I just knew I was gonna have a a, a life altering situation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like people, people get it. People be getting it twisted like that. They pay their money, and they're like, "This money's changing your life," and it's like it really isn't. Like even with my app, I haven't made any money on my app. None. Like I'm at a hundred percent loss, even more. Yeah. So it's like it is what it is. Like I really do this shit because I love it. Yeah. And you know, just the way Saya does his thing, I'm like, I, I love that dude. I love the way that dude. He he was on the Breakfast Club too before. So just hearing him talk too is is really inspiring to listen to. I'm not a 
Mm-hmm. Well, we are moving on to our segments. Our first one is Kiss or Diss. Mm. Where you're getting celebrity crushes, you decide who you kiss and who you diss. All right. First need, one. Hold on one second. I got to get my top stick. You know what? First one, Meg the Stallion or Sierra. Who you kiss and who you dissing? I'm gonna kiss them both. You gotta pick one. <laughs> Meg. Sierra okay. Sierra's annoying. Oh, okay. Well, Sierra, what? that whole situation is annoying over there. Why cause she in love? She's in control. Let's talk about that. Okay. I ain't mad at her, but you're not. All right. <laughs> I mean it's weird. <laughs> Lisa Ray or Carrie Hilson? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Lisa Ray or Carrie Hilson? Carrie Hilson is sexy than a mother. See, look, Carrie Hilson is someone that like, I feel like you'll meet and you'll be like, I want to marry this woman. Okay. Like I need her in my life forever. <laughs> okay. Like honestly, because she's like she's she's kind of like slim thick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she just like. Everything that a man should really need. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Lisa Ray is a fantasy. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? When she came out, is it, we are talking about the same person. You're talking yeah. about Diamond. Diamond yeah. from Prayer Club? Uh-huh. Like, so it's not fair to put her up against anybody. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I'm not dissing none of them. Well, you got to pick one, so. I won't pick Orr. They know Orr. They, which one you were trying to slob down? Like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm slow. I'm telling you, I'm. I am a. I am one of those polyamorous type of guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would. I'm. I'm trying to get them both. You know what I'm saying? For just for the record, you going for you going with Carrie. Uh- <laughs> Go with that love. I would. I would pick Carrie in that in that situation. Okay. I will. I'm going to kiss her though. Okay. I'm, I'm going to kiss Lisa too. Mm. Mm. Okay. I'm picking her. But you kissing Lisa? Okay. Got you. Me and Carrie gonna go over there and kiss Lisa. Miss Carrie, baby. Okay. (laughs) All right. Last one. Tracy Chapman or Whoopi Goldberg? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? You did me. You did me. You know what? Whoopi, Whoopi, Whoopi was thick. She's she's still thick now. Okay. Okay. And she and I think Whoopi, Whoopi, uh, don't she like women? I don't know. I think Whoopi be hiding hiding a lot of good stuff under them things. You hear me? Mm, okay. If you wearing them big clothes, like them big, like you know what I'm saying? She be having them monk clothes on. So you be she be hiding a little ass under the monk clothes. She, she, I think she got ass and titties under that thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she got that e guy. She got that e guy. She does I'm, do. I'm, I'm gonna go with Whoopi on that one. You okay. know she don't put that, that Whoopi on me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We are moving on to DAQs, stand for dumbass questions. There's just random fun questions I want answers to. Dex. What's the worst name you could give a superhero, and what would his lame power be? Uh, Shrivel Man. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and his lame power would be. He's sensitive to touch, so it like any anytime somebody touches him like five times, he just come on himself. Oh my god! Why? <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Shrivel Man. That's hilarious. <laughs> Damn. Well, I'm sorry. 
shrivel man. Oh, yes. oh, I can think of the I can think of the N- Nintendo theme song, Shrivel, Shrivel, Shrivel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. If you could see walk on anyone in your past that you know personally with no consequences, who would it be? If I know personally with no consequences, it'll probably be uh uh high school teachers, um the dean of my high school, Mr. Hare. Mm. No, 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 that's too easy. Um uh Coach Garrison from Morovia High School. Mm. Because them niggas was not for us, you know what I'm saying? He was he's a he's a white man from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, they shooed um, scholarships off of us. Uh, they told people that we were hard to coach. Mm. All the, all the things they could do to stop us from going to college, they did. Damn. And we still we still made it out here, and, and we out here doing our thing because of bitch ass niggas like that. But I would definitely, I would, you know what, I would see walk on him with a uh, with a special pair of spikes. <laughs> okay. Yeah? Mm-hmm. On my shoes, like I would, I would. They would be football cleats, but it'd be special spikes that come out mm-hmm. and dig deeper in and hook. You know, so my my sea walk gonna be stupid. And then on top of that, uh, I'm gonna sea walk to uh, Michael Jackson's. Uh, Will you be there? Oh my god. <laughs> What's one embarrassing moment from your childhood that you're willing to share? One embarrassing. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was a hopeless romantic as a, a childhood, uh, mm-hmm. as a kid. Um, I would fall in love with people like that. And um, and I don't know what grade, I don't know if that was first grade, second. I don't know how old I was, but I was really young. And Jodeci's first album came out. Forever my lady. Forever my lady. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Woo. Um, either way, that album, like back in the day, um, because y'all know it was a tape. I had a tape. Mm-hmm. I had a tape. You just play that first beginning of that tape, you can get any girl like to do anything. Right. right? In the 90s. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I would do is. I would come home because I wanted, like I had, my, I love this girl so much. Before I would do any homework, before I would watch any cartoons, I would go and my, grab my grandma's den and I would play this, I would play this Jodeci tape, just the first like five songs. Mm-hmm. And I would sing the shit to the, to the pillows. Like I would put, I, I grab my sister's bears, put them up and I would like to sing to them. Having my baby, mean <laughs> so much because like the bears were Devin. I will say what I this is what I, this is what I'm gonna say to Devin. That's what I'm gonna say to you, girl. Okay. And I, listen, I would do this every day, and sometimes I would repeat it because mm-hmm. I was in love like that. But every time I saw her, I wouldn't say nothing. You know, you know. I think that I think naturally Aquarius love music because look, I ain't gonna sit there and act like I ain't never had a teddy bear um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> karaoke moment. Had all my little Barbies lined up. Yes, coming to the stage. Oh, but yeah. again, you you ain't lying about that Jodeci because only the first five songs on that tape matter. The rest of the first, that first five. Mm. Even on Diary of a Mad Black Man, yeah. I think of a Mad Man. 
<laughs> mad black man. Yeah, that's you know how you lie. I'm thinking, it's, I think it's mad, mad band, but I always thought mad band. Was- yes, Diary yep. of a Mad Band. Yeah, the first five songs. Mm-hmm. First, fire. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they had that pump it up one. I don't know what. No, that wasn't that um, hotel. That was that was hotel. And, yeah. yeah. Pump it and up. That's all, that's, that whole album is crazy. But them first two albums, them first five mm-hmm. songs. That's it. Number five was my favorite. I don't remember the name <laughs> of the song. <laughs> and that's what we did. That's what we did back in the day. We didn't have the names of songs. Mm-hmm. We, uh, turn, put number five on. That's it. <laughs> they be like, what's the name? Don't worry about it. Just, just number five. <laughs> <laughs> Moving Man. on. What is, oh, I'm sorry. How would you describe yourself in one word and why? <laughs> the first word that popped in my head was nigga. Um, <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that's what I am. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say nigga. Because um, a lot of people don't like the word, of course. But if you really look back into the uh, etymology of the word, it really Come does. Come on, big words. Huh? I mean, king. Mm-hmm. I mean, king and royalty. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you trace it back to the African heritage and and, and what's going on with that with that uh, uh, history of that real word, um, it wasn't until uh, uh, English and Dutch people got a hold of it that they switched the word around to make it something um, condescending and, and disrespectful. Um, yeah. And we let people do that to to us sometimes, like to where they get in our head, like, "Oh, you shouldn't use that word." It was like. We tried to kind of take it back, and we did. But then people were just like, "Oh, you shouldn't use it." Mm-hmm. It's like, nigga, no, nigga, I'm this me. I'm a king. I am a, a amazing person, and I am uh, perfectly flawed, like every nigga out there. So I go through real shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll slap the shit out of somebody. I will love somebody just like a nigga. Come on now. Come on. It's it's the meta metamorphosis of the hieroglyphics of you it all. You know, you, you know, you know, I see just learned that word yesterday, but it's all good. That's what I was looking for. The metamorphosis of the hieroglyphics mm-hmm. of the hydraulics. That's come on, somebody. You understand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what is the worst name you could give a barbershop? Um uh, take backs. <laughs> I know that's right. Because <laughs> <clears throat> they, be t- oh, they be taking niggas back here. You know what I'm saying? I think you should name it. You should name it. What line? What line? <laughs> <laughs> what line? Hilarious. Oh. Uh, whoo. All right, we are moving on to GMG. That stands for What Grinds My Gangster. Name one of your pet peeves. Mm-hmm. I got you one. Um, I should just do uh, things that... Uh, <laughs> and no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't like when people say agree to disagree. Okay. Yeah, because it's just sometimes just like, all right, you just, you're just not trying to listen to what, what <laughs> you can say you know sure. what I'm saying? I would just listen to my perspective. I have a perspective. Try to understand outside of your understanding, mm-hmm. right? And then you'll hear what I'm saying, right? And I'll do the same to you. I hear you saying with this, like it's agree or disagree isn't like a, a thing for me. It's like I want to hear your perspective, and then I'm going to process it. 
hear my perspective and process it. Right. Yeah. Now I agree. Mm-hmm. That's my pet peeve. I hate when like you, you know how you bite be in a heated debate and they yeah. so stuck on a part they can't even hear. Like if you shut up for a minute, you might understand. I'm yeah. on the same page. I might yeah. be flowing with you, but you so adamant to make sure you're right. You ain't even trying right. to hear what I'm saying. Right. And it's like some you don't have to be right. I'm just trying to give you a different perspective. That's that all. Part. Before you say something so crazy and mm-hmm. jump off the limb, just, just let me give you this. I got one of my good friends, me and him are he's an Aquarius too, but he's a hot tempered Aquarius. Yeah. And anytime we would get in debate, it would be him. It's like like nigga, if you shut up for a minute, you I just said I agree with you, but you so adamant about yeah. get your point across. You didn't hear me say I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm only mad because you don't agree. Like I just told you, I agree. Exactly. Now and what? I, sometimes I just want to be like, "Hey, hey, shut up real quick." <laughs> <laughs> like, just do that. Just do that yeah. real quick, and then you'll realize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we are coming to our fan favorites. Opera that thing out. This is where you are picking any song that you know at least one full verse to. And you have to sing it in your best opera voice. It could be rap, it could be R&B, it could be a nursery rhyme, whatever you got. Okay. Twas a clear black night. A clear white Warren G was in the streets trying to consume some skirts on the E. Some funk <clears throat> rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. <laughs> Just hit the east side of the LBC. Someone <laughs> wishes you to find just a warranty. That's how you do the damn thing. That is how you do the damn thing. Come on now. <laughs> See a car full of girls and they need to turn. <laughs> Look, they thought with they thought with damn near singing opera. If you smoke like I smoke. <laughs> if you smoke like I smoke. <clears throat> yes. We are moving well, on to our this. <laughs> right. Come on, G Funk era. <laughs> it's the G Funk era. Oh, that with a gangster twist. You done made my head hurt from laughing. Shut up. <laughs> you can't get me started with stuff like that because I will continue. Oh, you gotta, right. look, look, if you ever, like, <laughs> people don't get, like, how silly me and Ja are. Like, we will be sitting down just eating mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll just do shit like that. We'll start singing. Right. Like, and we were, like, singing, like, uh, like a domino song like that. Like we were just like fucking the song up. Like <laughs> it's like why? Like John's wife is sitting there looking at us like, why are you guys doing this? But we're dying laughing. My first song. thought when I thought about the opera, I was like, if I was to do this to myself, the first song that came to my mind was Who Needs the Quickie Mart? I do. 
Yes. We are moving on to another fan favorite, which is uh, Singadoo. Singadoo is a family-friendly game. Me and my homeboy, DJ All-Star, created over the quarantine. It is a dope family music game. We have hip-hop and R&B, greatest hits, pop billboard hits, country rock, Singadoo favorites, old-school TV themes, and party and dances. So in this game, what you're doing is singing the melody of the song but you can only use the word do. So I'm going to do a couple, and then what I'm doing it, you have to guess what song I'm singing. And then okay. I'm going to let you do a couple as well. Okay. All right, so I'm going to do, uh, I guess this is hip-hop. You ready? Uh-huh. Uh, and we can pop up. Come on, now. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Next one. In the Come on, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, last one. I'm gonna let you do some. Come on, what is it? That is Whitney Houston, right? Yes, what's the name of the song? Um, it's all right, it's okay. That's it, it's not right, right, but it's okay, all right? right, right. So, I don't I'm know gonna, the song. I'm going to hold up the cards to the um, camera, and once you pick a song, let me know, and then I'll put it down. Okay. All right. And if you don't know, just let me know, and we can do another card. Uh, lift it up a little bit more. Okay. All right. Okay. Which one was I going to do? Okay. <clears throat> do, 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 but I refuse to let you go. Yeah. Ain't too proud to be. Okay. Ah. <laughs> yes. All right. Here we go. Okay. Hmm. Okay. R&B, it's R&B, kind of.
Ooh. You got it? Okay, I got it. See, y'all think I was going to do something easy, but I'm going to do something a little hard. You uh -huh. hear me? Come on now. Let me get you this. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to think of it. Rick James. No. -uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was the groove for me. <laughs> You was good. I should have did something else. <laughs> well, that is how you play Singer Do. If anybody's interested, you can get it at singerdo.com. It's dope. Christmas stuff for holiday parties. If you want to get drunk and have fun with your friends, it's the one for you. Yeah, I need All to get right. that right away. It's not on Amazon. We trying to be like you with our own app. We ain't trying to put it on Amazon and pay no merchant fee. We want the merchant to, all the money to come to us. That's why. That's why it's so funny to me because that's what niggas do. They yeah. be like, uh, "Where I get your game? Is it on Amazon?" Listen, listen. I got I mean, an app. Mom has a book, and uh, she got it on Amazon, which is an amazing, you know, accomplishment. But I was like, "Mama, get your own website." She was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Because if they buy from your website, it goes directly to you." Mm. <laughs> so, Amazon ain't gonna take no you take no cut from that thing. That's it. I want all my give, give me me. Give me mm. all me. All mm. of me. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a that's a that's a yeah. We'll, well listen, about. it has been a pleasure talking to you. If you have any shows that you want to tell them about, if you have anything that, that you got some merch you want to sell, this is the time. Let them know how to find you, get in touch with you, keep keep all your business, you know, <laughs> in their face. What's going on? Go ahead and drop it right now. Ken Edwin TV. Ken with two ends, Edwin TV. Um, I'm all over the place. I'm going to be having a, um, a music and comedy festival here in LA, December 10th. Look out for that. Um, uh, I have a show called Can You Beat the Book? It is a category karaoke show that's connected to the culture where three people, three of my friends, challenge my friends, my group of people. We're called the book. And we do category karaoke in a house. It's full of blackness. It's full of love. It's full of we gonna win. It's not a competition, but it is. You hear me? It's not like I need to pull up. Yeah, watch that. Watch that show. That's on my app too. So you can go watch the first episode on my app. Um, we have ten episodes. Um, we're dropping at least uh, six of them pretty soon. So. That's on the app. Uh, continue to support the app. Um, we're going to start killing it. We're going to start putting out some um, independent films on there. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we got a show with uh, Candid Kisses on there where she's going to be playing a pimp. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we hey, hopefully we can work that out. Because if you can come and so do that. I will pull up. All right. With wardrobe right. and makeup in hand. Hilarious. Shoot, <laughs> you ain't said nothing but a word. I'm planning mm -hmm. a trip out there anyway because I want me some goddamn uh churros from Redondo Beach. I used to love them, but <laughs> you don't like churros? They're cool, they're cool. Don't hate on churros. Churros, I mean, well, you know what? I'm not, okay. I'm not going there with you, sir. I'm not, we're not doing this today. <laughs> I just like, uh, like dick stuff, you know, yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you wasn't you, but you had you, but you went there anyway, didn't you? you had I did. To 
But but dick stuff I with will. sugar on it though. Dick stuff with sugar on it, nigga. Come on now. <laughs> it's the sprinkle of the sugar and cinnamon for me. I'm just... <laughs> I digress. Well, make sure you tune in every Monday and Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> did you enjoy yourself, sir? Yes, I did. I enjoyed myself. Um, I will probably be back um on this show um i'm gonna book myself okay sound like okay. a plan mm-hmm. we can come back and we can go live and we talk about some shit amen that, that's what it. i'm talking about so make sure you tune in every monday thursday 2 p.m make sure you get his app and make sure since you booking yourself you subscribe to my channel too sir i need to go ahead and hit the notification I didn't to your channel. yeah mm-hmm. i'm gonna need for you to hook that up sir. like yeah i got i got I put, I put people on the spot because i need to make sure you do it in real life that's stupid <laughs> Didn't we talk about this at the show? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> we did. You want to know what happened? Mm-hmm. You said, uh, you said, yeah, I'm Candy Kisses. Cause we we did. You you emailed me before. And I, oh, was, like, yeah, oh. yeah. I was like, you know, let's try to set something up for this time because I'm I'm busy right now. But you know, right. let's try to set something up. And then you emailed me again, and I didn't see that email until months later. Because you was at the life skin. But, you know. No, no, no. Let me tell you what happens. Okay. Sometimes I'll start to respond to something mm-hmm. and I'll be like, oh, shit. Get a call, do something. Something crazy comes in, right? Then I go back to it. It'll be a month later. My mm-hmm. shit will still be there. And I'll be like, oh, I didn't respond. So, so do I like ADD now? Like, oh, I was going to, oh, squirrel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I get it. Well, now we locked in. We locked in. How long have we been talking? An hour and 47 minutes. Yes, we locked in. These are how my conversations go. If you call me on the phone, we'll be on the phone for this long. Well, I'm the same way, especially if the conversation good. And I'll be like, come on, man. Let me get off the phone, man. I got I got stuff to do. I was supposed to go run. See, no, I got a show tonight, so I need to get my ass up, too. I, I feel you. Well, anyway, until next time, we will see y'all soon.